Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined by my partner in crime, as always, my buddy John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Hey, good afternoon. How are we doing? I'm doing well. We're in here recording with a really rowdy Presley because his mommy had to leave to go take his aunt to the Nissan dealership. So he's not happy because he's locked in the room with me so mommy could leave without getting bit. <laughs> <laughs> Better go get him a bone or something. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, he grabs at you when you go to leave. He don't want you going. And, uh, Nobody's allowed to leave the house. He's, he's protecting you from COVID. Yes. He don't want you coming or going, dude. <laughs> uh, so. You can stay once you're here, but that's it. Yep. So where are you hiding at today? I'm in the same spot I was last week behind the living seas and looking at Spaceship Earth. Yeah, you came in really, really clear during that last time. So. Oh, uh, good deal. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, yeah, the, the buses backed up and forth, back and forth, but... It was part of the ambiance, if you follow me. Yeah, yeah. Too bad you can't hear like uh, the monorail or something of that sort. But I can see him. But yeah, you can't hear him. So. You could barely hear the monorail when it's next to you, letting them anywhere else. You kind of hear it shuttle above you, and that's about it. So. Yeah, I mean, when it's inside the contemporary, you hear. That's, yeah. that's about <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, I let him out. Now he comes barging right back in. He acts like he owns the place. He actually does. So. What, what route you on today, Johnny? Uh, I'm a floater, so that basically means I just sit and wait for them to send me a message in the box and go pick up people that are waiting somewhere or uh, they had a run on a certain resort or something of that sort. So. Yeah, every time I hear you say that, I think of that game Big Brother. <laughs> That's what they would call the people who didn't get a part of an alliance right away. They're just floaters, dude. Yeah. Well, I guess that's pretty much the same thing. I'm just basically yeah. waiting for a message. Yeah. So. We we got to vote them out, dude. They're floaters. They're not playing the game, dude. <laughs> that's what you got to hear, that stupidity. But uh, uh, I don't know, Johnny. Uh, my birds didn't do too good last week. I seen you t- uh, texting, don't bother Doug with his birds. Is a... <laughs> uh, yeah, Pat, and then Pat said some nasty stuff. I mean, he's mean to you, Doug. Did you expect anything <laughs> less from that crumb? 
know, uh, yeah. he, I, I, he hacked into my account and switched my lineup is what ended up happening. Yeah, well, I, I'm pretty sure my son's hoping the same thing happens today because I think he plays you today. So. Yeah, well, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. yeah tomorrow. Well, well, actually, technically, he is playing me today because the game started on Thursday. So there you, you are right, John. I have to make sure you're right. It just when okay. when I'm when I'm even talking about Pat, my blood like curls and boils. It just it's just so weird. <laughs> You know, it's like getting, you know, I, I, it's like getting the, the, a shot. You know, I got my flu shot. I wish I could get a patch shot to keep that feeling out of me, John. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain they don't offer those at uh, Walgreens. Nah, well, I got mine at Target, John. I'm upper class. I got my flu shot at Target. We uh, we always hit Publix because they give you a $10 gift card in addition to getting the flu shot. So, hey. Yeah. <laughs> No, we don't get anything. All I get is, you got your insurance card, please? Yeah. Make sure our insurance covers it. Yep. Uh, no, but, nah, he, Pat kicked my rear end, even though he cheated, but he still beat me. Uh, and then, did you see, I lost, I texted back in my other league. I lost by, like, a, less than a point, dude. Yeah, I saw that. That was a, that was a heartbreaker there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pat just took you out behind the woodshed, but the other one, that was a uh, skin of your teeth type thing. That's, well, Doug, speaking of skin of your teeth talk about the gators and alabama oh my goodness they almost did the upset of the friggin center or the year right there but ah uh, yeah yeah so close but yet yeah, so far so dude i was rooting for them i mean uh they played a really really good game they did and they can and they ran on alabama which oh, yeah. was pretty damn impressive so mm. that quarterback of yours looks like he's going to be something special so well, that was Emory Jones. That wasn't even the uh, the superstar they have sitting back there. They, I guess, they were afraid that uh, Anthony Richardson was gonna was gonna get more hurt, or they were holding him back, or something. I don't know, but he didn't even play. He didn't play at all. So that was just Emory Jones. That's so that's our our quarterback that we've had backup for the last couple of years, and he's a senior, and uh, he's been waiting his time. So I think Dan uh, Coach is giving him his his chance. So. Yeah, don't talk too fast, because I know Carmen and Brian are hanging on every word <laughs> you're speaking about here. Uh, you know it, you know it. But nah, I'm, I'm, And then he was even trying, Pat was even trying to haze me and talk trash about my, my Penn State team. You believe that? I mean, his, and then how does he even become a Cornhusker fan? I mean, he lives up in Massachusetts, up north, and he's a, how's he a Cornhusker fan? Did he go to college in Nebraska, or is his family from Nebraska? I got to find this out. It, Obviously, he has some kind of connection because he lives in Connecticut, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a I, I don't know I don't know that's a, it was that's probably it was probably like the Crumb Cowboy fans like Nebraska used to be good back in the back in the day you know what I'm saying the Corn Huskers used to be on ABC you'd hear uh, the you know about them all the time them in Oklahoma they were always at the top of the crew many moons ago and maybe that's what they probably had one good season and Pat latched on what do you think? <laughs> it's hard to know. I don't know. Maybe he did graduate from there. Maybe he's, maybe he's from Nebraska. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, poor Nebraska. I don't even think they want to. Do you think they would want everybody to know he's an Nebraska alumni? Oh, I'm sure they'd be proud. No, uh, I think they'd take him out to one of the cornfields and not make not let him find his way out of the maze. You know what I'm saying? Children, children of the corn. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, it's yeah. Pat of the corn. <laughs> but anywho, I'm hoping for a win this week. I mean. Things are uh, things have been pretty uh, t- tight this year. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I had a horrible first week and then doubled my points this past week. So go figure. I had like 72 uh, the first week and 153 the second week. I don't know how that happens, but it did. So 
well, well, I guess Mike Evans actually getting the ball a couple of times that helped out a lot. So, uh, but yeah, I won. I played uh, a British British guys in both of my leagues and won both times. So take that, you Brits. So, happy Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the Ryder Cup's going on right now, and the Americans are beating the Brits up right now, Johnny. They're not having a good week. Yeah, well, the the good news, I guess, for the British and our other uh, uh, other friends across the across the world is that, uh, especially Britain, um, the uh, uh, restrictions are getting lifted in November for them to be able to start flying and and coming back. And uh, yeah, God knows Disney and the rest of Central Florida has missed a uh, international traveler, so it would be great to see them again. So. Well, hopefully we can get our uh, all the girls and guys back at our Rose and Crown Pub and uh, enjoy the. Uh the toffee pudding, John. Yeah, sticky toffee. Sticky toffee pudding. And the shepherd's pie. But, uh, no, Boma Bombers, Tommy Lee, which I said had a really good team. Him and Sean Duffy lead at 2-0. and Crumb Bum Pats at 1-1. One one. You're at 1-1. One one. I'm at 1-1. One one. Our buddy Evan Chasen. Like, how do you have Pat from up that way and Evan and Tommy and Judith from up that way? Like, how do they breed two different kind of people? I just don't get it. <laughs> But uh, and uh, they're all good friends. Yes, and your poor son is Owen too. Yeah, yeah, he's not real happy about that. And he went through so much. I never saw him research anything since high school as much as he researched with who to play, <laughs> who to pick, and to do this and to do that. And and he really worked his butt off. And then all of a sudden, it just is dumping all over me. So that's a shame. And then you have Monorail Bob and Pixie Dusters, our beautiful Judith Lee. Those two are both two and out. Bangers and Mash, our buddies Matthews one and one, Mr. Matty Watts, your beautiful wife is one and one, Saucer Mickey's is zero and two, our beautiful friend Melissa is zero and two, and Kevin Hamilton is zero and two, our O Town. So it's it, it's going to be a very interesting season, I think, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, we we get a long way to go, so let's see how everything shakes out, right? Well, I have a lot of youngsters on my team, so I'm 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 playing for the long run this year, John. You know, I got I got probably the youngest team. I got probably more rookies on my team than anybody, so that's what I was shooting for. And uh, Christian McCaffrey went down, and I feel bad for him. But now I got Chubba Hubbard, John. Yeah, yeah. My son saw you did that. He said, "You sneaky." <laughs> Tell your son I actually drafted him. I didn't even pick him up. I, I, I don't drafted doubt him. it. After after Christian McCaffrey uh, pooped out on me last year. You know, and I was at the same spot to pick him again. Mm. And I thought about it and thought about it. And then I went, no, I, I just can't trust him. So, and ooh, thank God. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that was a good that was a good pickup. It's like you knew he was going to get freaking get hurt. Well, so. also, and I also like, I drafted Chubba Hubbard in my Dynasty League because I really liked the kid. And I drafted him just in case this happened. And I also thought even if Christian didn't get hurt, I thought that he was going to have a lot of use as far as uh, giving Christian a break because Christian isn't an, a rookie anymore. He isn't young. After being hurt last year, I thought maybe they would split more carries. You follow me? Yeah. So. Yeah, and at, at this point, do you start looking at the strength and conditioning coach or something there? Or, or I mean, is he just that injury-prone? Because I don't remember him being that hurt at Stanford. It no, he like, never was. He never yeah, was injured. Carolina, and all of a sudden, he's just... I mean, and he had a, what, basically season-ending injury last year, and now I don't know how serious this one is. So. Yeah, this is a few weeks. But I I don't know if you I, – I think he called more bad luck than anything else because yeah. of uh, – he played three seasons uninjured, 
full seasons, like 48 straight games, and then he played all through college. So I just think it's more bad luck. Like, remember Matthew Stafford went through that like four or five years yeah, in a yeah. row with yeah. hitting a guy yeah. in the head with a helmet with his thumb and stupid stuff like that. I found my new my new little uh, beside, and we'll get on to this, and then everybody will be happy. Can everybody pray to goodness that Ben Simmons gets traded out of my life? I mean, I have never seen a big, bigger baby child in the history of any sport. I mean, this guy is the biggest baby. This man didn't take a shot in four consecutive fourth quarters in the playoffs, and he's blaming everybody but himself for why everybody is down on him. And, and you want to know the crummy part about the NBA, John? Do you know this bum could sit out the entire season? Like because he's saying he's not coming in. If the Sixers don't trade him, do you know he gets to keep $16 million for this year, refuse to come and play, and he still gets an accredited season towards, towards his pension and free agency? What, what? Who made that deal? Man, that's a contract. I, I wish uh, the Teamsters would get us something signed like oh, that out of here. Wouldn't you love, John, to refuse to come to work and they still have to pay you your salary, uh, like uh, yeah, 60% of it? Yeah. Health insurance and everything. So. I mean, only in America, John. And, and, and the other thing I had a problem with this week, tell me if this didn't bother you when you were driving truck, John. This is almost up there with the carts for me. When you're driving down the road and – you're just chugging along, and you see up on the, like, you're driving on the left-hand side, you see, like, the mail truck there, or, or like, a, a electric company truck, or somebody's parked on the side of the road, and, and then traffic's coming the other way. The car's on their side, but they seem to want to cross and act like you're the one that's supposed to stop to let them go by. No, if they're blocking your lane, you have to. You don't have the right of way. The, the vehicles on the other side of the uh, road have the right of way. You have to wait until it's clear to make the pass. Dude, uh, these people in this state. I mean, I, it's been my whole life, but it's lately it's been aggravating me more and more. It seems like if anybody has anything on their side of the road, they feel like they just go right around and cut you off, and it's okay. And then yep. when I blow the horn, flip out, and say nice, non-derogatory things to them, I'm the bad guy, John. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it's funny. I, I spend all, all, all through the week, uh, Monday through Friday, I spend dodging school buses on the way to work. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, I'm like, no school buses, no school, no bicycle riders everywhere. Because <laughs> that that one hilly section that I always lose you, uh, lose the connection on, is very popular with cyclists, obviously, because it's a great, beautiful place to ride. But holy cow, dude, it's like swerving back and forth, back and forth. And you're right, everybody on that side wants to come into my lane to try yeah. to pass them. So. It's, it's aggravating. And then, last but not least, I'm headed to my job down 42, which is kind of like I-4 for you, John. And it, the dump trucks are the worst, John. I, 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 if, I could, if, I, if I could become a cop, my whole duty in life would be to pull over every freaking dump truck driver. Because they drive like crazy. I stood up and the headphones fell off, John. Holy cow. That was the dump truck hitting me, John. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently somebody heard you and backed right into your house. Yes. But, dude, they drive like maniacs. They get paid. They never have their covers on their trucks. I mean, do you ever see those dump trucks with a full load doing like 80, 70, 80 mile an hour down there? How are they going to stop, John, when somebody pulls They're not going to stop. No. They're not going to stop. And then and then I love the signs on the back. Not responsible for uh, broken windshields. So, in other words, anything can fly out of the back of my truck, and I'm not responsible for whatever happens to your car. Nah, nah. You're, we're, we're fine. Well, so. I'm telling you right now, I'm in a battle with one because a rock came off the back, a nice-sized rock, and I'm in two lanes, a lane over. 
It bounces across. It's a nice sized rock, probably the size of my fist. Bounces across the road, hits the front of my car because I couldn't swerve because traffic's so bad. Hits yep. the front of my car, bounces up on the hood, and then hits my windshield. Now, yeah. the crack in my windshield is basically you need. You really need to know it's there to see it. It's two little tiny scratches. But what I'm afraid of is in the middle of winter, like my truck did, you turn the the defrosters on and the whole window shatters. You follow me? But yeah, the, a lot of times once that little chip starts, it's going to crack. So. Exactly. And then the hood, the little hood, it's a little door ding like on the hood. No paint scratch. But, a little, but in the front, you know your Kia that you have? I don't know if you, yours has it, but you know how it has that plastic on the front of the car? Yep. Down below the lights? Well, yeah. mine has, like, these little tiny honeycombs. They're, like, all circles along there. Well, here, the rock nicked two of them. And, John, if you walked by my car, you wouldn't know it. But they weren't there before this butthead dropped the brick off the back of my car. And what I'm afraid of, there's no way I know how to fix it without replacing it, if you follow me. There are only two little nicks, but it's just the point of, I didn't do it. And I yeah. talked to her insurance agent, and she's telling me, like, she started going, like, blaming me for this, John. Blaming me. I said, and she's going back and forth. She goes, well, we'll have to figure out if we're liable or not. I said, lady, I'm telling you this right now. If it's the last breath in my lungs that I ever take, you will be accountable for this. I don't care what I have to do, but you will pay for that. Because she was so snotty, like acting like I'm making this up, John. I got pictures of the truck. I got pictures of the time. I didn't get the license plate number, though. She goes, we even got to be sure it's our truck. I have pictures of it, John. <laughs> But Doug, the, you know, you know who you remind me of. You know, uh, back in the day, People's Court was really, really popular, and uh, and I'd see some cases. I'd watch it every day after I came home from school, and I'd see some cases where the like the one guy was suing the other guy for eighteen dollars and seventy three cents, and the, and the judge would go, "Okay, I'm going to give you your eighteen dollars and seventy three cents, but I have to wonder what, why are you doing this?" And the guy would stand up and go, "It's not the money, it's the principle." Well, it is <laughs> the principle. Right? <laughs> but the the thing I'm worried about, John, is that glass shatters. There's a few hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, to fix that front plastic thing, they have to replace the whole thing. You can't fix it. So yeah, No, you, you can't. It's not like uh, you can buff that out or anything. No. No, you have to replace the whole the whole piece. Yeah, so you're talking probably about $1,000 worth of damage. It looks like no damage, but to me, it's my brand new car. Wouldn't you be yeah. pissed, John? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. And you didn't do anything. Uh -uh. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, it, it really sucks. It really does. Yep. It was the tow truck, I mean, the dump truck driver decided not to clean out his wheel wells in the back of the yep. truck and all that other stuff. They, she goes, it might have been road debris. I said, I watched it fall out the back of your truck. Well, it's your word against ours, she's basically telling me, John. Well, I said... I told her right flat out. I said, there's nobody could speak more words per minute than me. So you're on. <laughs> yeah, you're in a losing proposition here. Yes, I, I will fight. I'm like a dog with a bone now, John. It took me five months to get my $800 back from Verizon, but I got it, John. There you go. There you go. So, anywho, uh, some, one of the things, you know, uh, paging Mr. Morrow who does that YouTube videos? No, I don't think so. He, Judith knows him. She likes him a lot. He's a nice guy. Uh, he did the uh, new Space 220, John. Have you seen anything on that yet? I actually uh, heard a review, uh, listened to a review of it uh, yesterday. And from what the review was, I don't know you can tell me what you heard in a bit. Uh, it, they said it looks phenomenal. It's, it's great. It's a, a heck of a setting and everything like that. But 
the, the feeling I got was it's kind of like Rainforest Cafe or T-Rex. It's you go for the ambiance and the, the experience. You don't necessarily go out of your way for the food. So it might be fun to do once, but I don't know if you go back. Okay. Now, I just got the contradictory. Okay. The dude there, Mr. Morrow, had the the, the T-bone in, the, the uh, what ribeye with the bone, bone-in ribeye. Yeah, yeah. He said it was the best steak he's had. It might be the best steak he ever had, and it's definitely the best uh, coffee rub, the best steak he had ever on Disney property. Well, that's great to hear because that's a place we're debating on going in January. So, fantastic. Yeah, yeah he said, and the, the, the everybody that I have seen that has went there has really enjoyed it. And it's really cool, John, because, like, you take off, and literally you see, you get in this elevator, and you see yeah. Epcot disappearing. Like test track, yeah. you see the whole thing. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, uh, I've heard that was really cool, and and then basically it was equated to the hydrolators, an updated, yes. uh, better version of the hydrolators that used to be here at the Living Seas. So. Dude, it's like an attraction with good food in it. Yeah. How, but how yeah. bad could that go. be? <laughs> exactly. Maybe, right? maybe Expedition yeah. Everest ought to start serving some good food so I could go enjoy that ride. What do you think, Johnny? Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe they ought to make the Yeti hand you a hamburger or something, John. <laughs> maybe you can have, maybe you'd be sling beer at me instead of yeah. just swinging. Yeah. So I'd be fine. That's what I'm saying, Johnny. But no, I am very, 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 very excited about that. I mean, he did a really good review, and uh, he was, dude, he, he was in love with that steak. Let me tell you, Johnny. Good and, deal. Yeah, speaking of steaks, I did a couple of New York strips this week on the grill. They came out pretty good. Not as good. They're not. It wasn't as a. They. I mean, I did them, John. You'd be proud of me. Proud of me. You'd be proud of me. I did them like. I did them like medium. Oh, look at you! Restraining yourself. No, with no blood. But my last few, my fillets, like I'm telling you, they're not well, well. I just don't want blood coming out of them. They're like brown and pink, if you understand what I'm saying, John. Brown on the outer casing, and then the closer you get to the middle, the pinker it gets. Is that okay with you? It, it, it's not how I would order it, but yes, I would eat it. Okay, uh, but so I did the 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 New York strips. I did them a little less because they're not as tender as the tenderloin. You follow me? So I had them like yeah. medium. They came out really good. I enjoyed them. I like my tenderloins better. But do you like a New York strip? Uh, my, I prefer ribeyes. That's my favorite. But I like strips better than tenderloins. Tenderloins are my least favorite, honestly. I mean, okay. they're 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 obviously tender steaks, but they just don't have a lot of flavor to me. So. Uh, well, I'd have, I'm gonna have to make you one. You'll love my flavors, the rub and everything I put on them, the way I marinate them, John. You'd be like, this is the best steak I've ever had. Just saying. And and what he also did is they did the pontoon boat out over Epcot with a group of them to see the last of the fireworks forever. Uh, now that it's going away for the harmonious, which was yeah. pretty cool. And speaking of boats, you seen boats, didn't you, John? Yeah, actually, I did. I, I did, uh, let's see, that would have been two days ago. Yeah, I did a, a route through Oakey West, and uh, son of a gun if I didn't see the water taxis running back and forth uh, down that stream and docking at uh, Oakey West and then uh, pulling back out. And there was only cast members on board, so I'm pretty sure they were just doing a refreshing training. But I, I posted it, and one of the responses was, was, yeah, they're supposed to open on the 1st of October. So uh, all indications are that hopefully first week of october we'll have at least the water taxis back to uh Oakey west i don't know about saratoga yet but uh at least Oakey west well so. i i only care about what about riverside uh they're technically we still don't have a definite date on riverside and french quarter just yet yeah so. but i'm allowed to book vacations tom 
Well, there you it, go. So. It's, it's, I don't get the whole thing, John. Well, Disney does that a lot. I mean, like uh-huh. we are, we're never really up to date on anything until you come in to work that day. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I don't know what time I'm going to be on break until I until I get my sheet in the morning. Uh, I don't know the new. Uh, we come in one day, and Magic Kingdom's got all new load zones. So it's like nah. okay, great. So <laughs> uh, you know, I, I pull into, I go to Animal Kingdom, and I pull into Riviera spot, and all of a sudden it's uh, Blizzard Beach and uh, Caribbean Beach and stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Riviera. Okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks for the notes. warning. Thanks for the yeah. heads up. You know, at yeah. least before when I grabbed the bus, maybe you could have some notes on my uh, <laughs> seat here to yeah, let I mean, me know. Yeah, I've got this big giant box in the middle in the middle of my bus, uh, so you can send me a message. That would yeah. be great. But. Yeah. Knuckleheads, well, but it, it's like any other job, Doug. You know, communication has always been an issue every job I've ever had. So, oh, dude, <laughs> I can, not unique. Oh, the communication <laughs> on my job is spectacular, John. <laughs> Non-existent, yeah, probably, it, so. dude. If 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 we uh, could only talk on most of my jobs, half the problems would be gone. We we have the world's most assumptions in, on the planet on my jobs, John. Everybody assumes everything. <laughs> And you know what assume means. Yep. Made an absolute you and me both. 100. So, anyway. percent and, and speaking of out of asses, do you hear Chapik? <laughs> that was perfect, John. Look at you with the segues. Yeah, cheapy Chapik. Did you hear the latest? Now there's the Disney Plus's prices have gone up, which we all knew that was going to happen, right? But now he's also Stay, saying that there might be commercials coming to Disney Plus, ain't that nice of them, John? Don't you want a nice commercial in your, uh, in on your shows, John? It, it ruins. I don't know. I watch stuff on Peacock and Hulu, and it, you get right in the mood of watching it, and then all of a sudden there's a fifteen or a, usually a minute commercial. So yeah, it throws you off. So. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I mean, how many? I mean, enough is enough. I mean, the streaming service is printing money, John. I mean, holy moly! I mean, the the streaming service made kept the company in the in the in the black during the two uh the, during the pandemic, didn't it? How much yeah. business it did? Yeah. Oh I yeah, mean, absolutely. I, and it it was it was actually a very useful thing, and I, actually I still use it so much too. You know what I do like about Disney Plus that I have that I have problems with, and Hulu and uh, the other. Uh, things that i have any disney movie that you look for at least that i've looked for is there and i can watch it i have that problem with uh um like hulu you know it's supposed to be the jason Bourne movies are supposed to be there oh oh no but you have to subscribe to the live tv service to get that for 70 dollars a month yeah so you know that's a pain in the ass no it is it's 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 bait and switch is what they basically all do exactly yeah yep yep you know, just like YouTube now. I mean, every time you turn it on, like it used to be no ads, everything. Like right in the middle of everything you're watching, it breaks for an ad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, if you want to pay us. No, I really don't. Like you're making your enough money already. I mean, you're not crying poor. You just want to quadruple your income. Uh, Epcot Harmonious, Harmonious added to the official calendar for two nights in September, John. Well, yeah, let's take a look at that. So it's going to be very soon because yeah. uh, the first is almost here. So uh, the official Walt Disney World calendar has been updated to include performances harmonious prior to the official opening on October 1st. Uh, September 29th and September 30th are both now listed as performance dates with harmonious beginning at 9 p.m. up both nights. Epcot closes at 9 p.m. on both nights. The official debut is on October 1st. He's a 9.45 showtime with the, close, the park closing at 10. And... Uh, that leads me to the next thing. Uh, today is packed, absolutely packed. I guess we're 
building, you know, I mean, the anticipation is getting here and getting closer and closer for the 50th. So, uh, yeah, Epcot's the crowdedest. I've seen it probably in the last uh, uh, six weeks, seven weeks. So a lot of people here today. Well, you'll be getting even more overtime, John, because, I mean, don't you find it sad now that they're offering people a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars sign-on bonuses, but you guys get nothing for already being there? Yeah, it's about right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like us with the shot, John. Everybody gets paid to get it, but my, because I yeah, did the right yeah. thing, we get nothing. There is incentives if, uh, if you know, you work out here and you do know somebody, and I think it's housekeeping and uh, culinary, that if you get them to, to apply, they get the job, and then they stay 30 days, you get 500 bucks a person. So if anybody's interested in working at Walt Disney World, <laughs> mention John. <laughs> yes, please do. Miss so. it. Mi- make sure you mention Johnny Orlando driving the yeah. bus driver, Johnny Peters. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, that's crazy though. Like again, do you show up every day, John, and you get nothing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't feel too bad. I mean, the poor people that worked at McDonald's and Walmart the entire time of the pandemic dude, we, never got it. They didn't get anything at all. So. Dude, I've been screaming. They're the ones should have got the 300 extra, not the people sitting home doing nothing. You, you got that right. I yep. mean, these four, these four SOBs that were deemed essential, I mean, they, they, you know, they got no unemployment. And half the country, like myself, uh-huh. I, I put myself in there, sat on my fat butt and did nothing for a couple of months and got paid. And they, they went to work every day. So. Oh, I screamed yeah. about it. You got the poor people at Target, ShopRite, Acme yeah. getting screened out. You got, yeah. yeah, where's the Lysol and the Clorox wipes? <laughs> I'm yeah. dying. I'm we dying get, here. I need antibacterial. Where's it at? Come on. What are you holding out on me? I mean, they had to listen to that every se- I need toilet paper. What am I supposed to go? What am I going to use? Newspaper, lady? Give me money. And that's what they had to listen to. And then everybody sitting home got the extra money. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. The American way, John. Uh, first retail store opens at Flamingo Crossing. Have you been by there, John? Flamingo Crossing? I drive by there occasionally, but uh, usually the times I get off and actually any time of day, it's crazy pandemonium over there. Uh, lots of traffic in the, well, much like most of Florida, uh, we'll just build stuff without pu- installing the proper infrastructure and uh, drainage and everything else. We, we don't want to think that far ahead. We just want to build it and get the development money. We yes. don't really care about what kind of uh, uh, traffic, traffic flow. jams we're going to create. No, <laughs> we, that's fine. We need no so. traffic flow. but It's god-awful over there. It really is already. And this is just, and there's, this is a Walgreens that's opened up. So, well, you know, I was going to preference that by saying, can you believe it's actually a drugstore that opened up first, John? You need more drugstores, don't you? <laughs> more drugstores per capita, I think, than anywhere else in the world. We're so. right there with you, John. I literally have, I bet you within maybe three miles of my house, I got like 12 drugstores. <laughs> my little town has five drugstores uh two gaming parlors two or three gaming parlors uh you know where you can do the stupid fish tables and crap yeah. um and and what was the other one uh auto parts stores probably six auto parts stores. <laughs> i mean seriously uh, uh, one doctor so <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah i got i got two of all Within two miles. I got two Walgreens, two Rite Aids, two CVSs. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. It's crazy. I used to have three Rite Aids, but one closed down. Literally three Rite Aids within, at three different points of leaving my house, I could go to a Rite Aid out of all three. 
<laughs> Three of them. It's crazy, man. But uh, Flamingo Crossing's first guest is a Walgreens. Walgreens has opened its doors at Flamingo Crossing, the first of many new retail and dining locations to open in the coming months at the Disney Plan Shopping, Dining, and Hotel area. Well, the best news I saw on this was it has a dedicated liquor store with it. There you go. Mm, Johnny's all in. Hey, all right. In addition to the previous previously announced Disney Flamingo Crossing tenants, other notable new additions in the lineup include Hash House, a go-go. <laughs> what the hell is that, John? Because that's what you always want with some of your uh, corned beef hash in the morning is go-go. Yeah, but some other people might think it's uh, some other kind of hash, John. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lime Fresh Mexican Grill, Nick Filet. That's that's simple. Hey, Nick, got a filet? Ovation's Bistro and Bar, Pita, Mediterranean Street Food, and, of course, a Starbucks. Everywhere there's a Starbucks and a Walgreens. There you go. The ever-present Starbucks. That's the one store we don't have in our friggin' town. Me and Lisa keep talking about getting a franchise and opening one up. We could kill it, but... There you go, John. Me and Brenda keep get, talking about getting a food truck. You want a Starbucks? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little too. Uh, I'm a little. I'm not foo foo enough for a Starbucks, John. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, I mean upper crest like you guys. Now the ones I could really see open a Starbucks would be Tommy and Judith. You do know that, right? Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, they are. They are the high society of the crew. And then Carmen and Brian would open one across the street from them. You know, and then Tommy Lee, he couldn't even open a Starbucks. What would he open up? Uh, uh, a caviar store? You know, well, the, them guys up there, they, they don't want no Starbucks anyway. They want a Dunkin' Donuts. That's definitely Dunkin' Donuts uh, area. So. Yeah, well, Tommy would be a caviar and wine place, right? What do you think? Okay, all right, there you go. Yeah, more, detail, more details on the music of Epcot's Harmonious Nighttime Spectacular. Have you heard anything about the anything else about the music, John? Have you heard of testing yet? No, no. I mean, you really can't hear anything out where we are with the buses and stuff. I've seen the lights a couple of times, but no, I haven't heard any of the music. And uh, I've been lucky enough to get back to the daytime shifts the last couple of weeks. So I haven't even been here uh, closing. So uh, with less than a week to go before the debut of Harmonious at Epcot, we have some more details about the show's music and its performers. Harmonious features 15 songs in 13 languages from 240 artists. Recorded in 110 recording sessions across nine countries. Wow, we like the numbers, don't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, music is the heart of any celebration, and Disney music touches people's lives through powerful mel- melodies and memorable limer- lyrics that are inspiring in any language. Said Stephen Davison, executive creative director, Disney Live Entertainment. Driving force of harmonious is the music featuring voices of the world coming together to share in timeless Disney songs. Harmonious opens with an inspiring medley of How Far I'll Go from Moana, and Go the Distance from Hercules, performed by uh, Danny Goki, along with vocalists Alicia Garrett and Ninette Tiab. Now, uh, before you continue, I sure. want to keep my thoughts right there. Weren't you kind of wishing that would be like an original score, John? I mean, like I mean, like Illuminations was. That's what I was thinking it was going to be. I didn't know they were going to include, really, I wasn't sure they were going to include all these existing songs already. And I love those songs. I mean, how... Those two, that's how far I'll go. That empowers me as a woman over here, John. I'm excited yeah. about that song. I know I know that helped you get in touch with yourself. Yes, but so. I do, all kidding aside, I do love that song. But I just didn't think, that, I thought it was going to have its own score, didn't you? 
I don't I don't know what I thought because I know uh, we had talked about that they're going to incorporate the characters and stuff like that into it. So um, I don't know. I'm not really surprised to see them use the songs, I guess, because uh, I know they were going to use some of the characters and stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, uh, Illuminations was such a unique show. It really had no no connection to any necessarily Disney product. So that's part of why it was so enjoyable. Mm hmm. Uh, the Niji, I don't know, Davu, York <laughs> Youth Choir from Johannesburg contri- contributes a medley of favorites from The Lion King, performed both in English and Zulu. Dig a Little Deeper from The Princess and the Frog features vocalist Bryce, Bryson Camper, legendary gospel artist Karen Clark Sherid, Sherid, and Kiera Sherid. French pop singer Damien Sargu performs Out There from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Songs from Disney and Pixar, Coco, Get a Rousing uh, Pan Latin send up from award winning Puerto Rican artist Louis Fonzi, responsible for several global hey. hits. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, including his global hit Despacio and award winning Mexican singer songwriter Joy. Disney and Pixar's Braves receive a Celtic kick. Ooh, I'm going to like that one. From Grammy and Emmy nominated violinist. Oh, yeah, I will like that. Uh, Marie Nesbitt and platinum selling electronic artist, violinist, and multi talented entertainer Lindsey Sterling. Musical selections from Mulan, The Jungle Book, and Aladdin are highlighted by the vocal talents of Wang Liki, Holly Hamill, Adida. Right. Boy, some of these folks' names. Wow. I'm just uh, glad you're reading it. Uh, I'm giving it my best shot. Uh, Aditya Rayo. Uh, I ain't going to try that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Georgie Shakara and San Sanaa Morhati. As it draws to a close, the inspiring ballad Someday from the Hunchback of Notre Dame combines with the new Epcot theme. Oh, there's you. Oh, you got one new song. Uh, the new Epcot theme from composer Pinar Toprak. Officially opening on the 1st, guests first chance to see our harmonious will be during a preview on the 29th. Which, which Disney will live stream. No, we got to watch that. I gotta, I gotta, I'm going to put that on my calendar right now, John, on my phone to get a warning. Yeah, I have to see what, t- what time I work. But I don't even know if I can make a reservation at this point, so... But I might try. That would be awesome, John. I would love. I want to see it. I I gotta see what the what these disgusting barges actually are worth. Yeah, yeah, you're hoping so, right? Uh, early park entry, early theme park entry of Walt Disney World to soft open before official October first start. Walt Disney World early theme park entry will begin a few days ahead of its October 2021 official start. Disney Resort Hotel cast of select hotels will be able to use early theme park entry from September 26, 2021. Early early entry benefits is available uh, to all Walt Disney World ho- Resort hotels and guests of other select hotels. Judith, the hotels on Hotel Plaza Boulevard. Get this too. 30 minutes of additional time here here is everything that will be operating during the early theme park entry to Walt Disney World Resort Hotel Cast. You can also see the extended evening hour attraction lineup. It's a Small World, Astro Orbiter, Buzz, Dumbo, Mad Tea Party, Mickey's Flower Magic, Peter Pan, Prince Charming's Carousel, Seven Dwarfs, Space Mountain, Barnstormer, Mr. Pooh, Tomorrowland Speedway, Tomorrowland Transit Authority, Under the Seas, and Carousel of Progress. What the hell isn't available, John? Oh, I'm sure if we looked hard enough, we would Pirates. find some Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Yeah. I don't see Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Haunted Mansion. No yeah. Haunted Mansion. So, 
Epcot, you got Beauty and the Beast. I can't believe Disney didn't call me to sing on Harmonious. Yeah, that's a, just a little strange, isn't it? Yes, it is. Frozen Ever After, Mission Space, Soaring Around the World, Spaceship Earth, Test Track, and the Seas with Nemo. So you can't do r- 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 Ratatouille hey. if you get in there early. Who are you yelling at, John? Uh, just some uh, fellow drivers coming by. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood Studios, Alien Swelling Saucers, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, Millennium Falcon, Rocket Roller Coaster, Slinky Dog Dash, Star Tours, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, Twilight Zone Tower Terror. <laughs> did, did you see the standby line for that, John? Yeah, and I read the entire article. Did you read the whole article, though? No, what, what, what about it? So in the morning, it, it looks crazy. It looks absolutely pandemonium. And that's what Lisa saw yesterday. 220 saw yesterday. minutes I seen. Yeah. And then during the day, though, it, it kept shrinking, kept shrinking. And then they had a posted 70-minute wait time. It took 35 minutes. That's awesome. And Yeah, yeah. And so um, and the one guy said that around 3 o'clock he got in and rode it twice in an hour. So, I mean, it, it, the lines look absolutely horrible, especially in the morning. <laughs> but I'm thinking at this point – it might be worth waiting until 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon and making your way over there and not dealing with that madness in the morning, you know? So maybe kind of counter of what we're accustomed to. Because usually we all make a mad rush for the most popular attraction in the morning. So It's just a shame that we just told everybody that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know. No, but, that, I mean, that sounds great. I would much rather wait, even, even Doug, even if it's an hour and ten minutes or something, I would rather do that than have to sit and wait on your phone and then not get a chance to get it and all that type of stuff. Well, no, you just show up, get in line, and ride the dang thing. Oh, last time me, Judith, Tommy Lee, and Brenda would have hung out for the day and, and going on it together. Yeah. But, no, it, it it's a... Uh... I, I know why they're doing it. It's going to eat up people. I'm sure the crowds were less in that area because everybody waiting on the line instead of waiting in the middle of the courtyard there and, and just waiting for their pass to start. Am I wrong? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, think about it. Your plan for the day would be to hit uh, Tower Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Toy Story Land, and then about 2 o'clock, see, i got to quit talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, the bottom line is going to be is, uh, and they also did it to sell more lightning passes. Was the people that go there early in the morning might jump right on and buy a lightning pass. Yeah, they might. I don't know. But then there's going to be a lot of people that are just not going to do it. So. Yeah, well. Avatar Flight of Passage at the Animal Kingdom, Dinosaur, Expedition Everest. It's tough to be a dug, and it's also tough to be a bug. Uh, Navi River Journey and Triceratops Spin. Say that five times fast. And it gives all the hotels, every single Disney hotel, including... Uh, Cigna by Hilton at Orlando. Uh, Judith, listen, these are all the ones that you love. These hotels, Cigna by Hilton at Orlando Bonnet Creek, Waldorf Astoria Orlando, the B Resort, Double Tree, Hilton Orlando Buena Vista, Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista. It's Buena Vista Palace and Lake Buena Vista, Holiday in Orlando, our wonderful friends at the Wyndham Lake Buena Vista, Wyndham Lake Buena Vista. Both, re- both both resorts and Four Seasons Resort and Hotel. The Garden at Lake Buena Vista and then the regular resort, both of the Wyndham. So, Judith, your favorite resorts also get early entry. I'm, she loves that, don't she, John? Oh, absolutely. That just tickles her. <laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, Disney to live stream performance, it says. 
Uh, first look at the Main Street USA projection and another, and another behind-the-scene look at Disney Enhancement. This is basically, we've talked about this before, the entire Main Street USA lights up. Uh, yep. So, uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion joining the pre-show at Muppets Haunted Mansion joining the pre-show at Muppets Vision 3D. What the hell is that, John? I don't know. I saw this earlier, but I, uh, let's see. Disney will promote the upcoming release of... Oh, that's the new movie coming out. Okay. Uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion on Disney Plus with preview scenes in the pre-show. Oh, so you're going to... Yeah, when you go see Muppets 3D, you'll get to see some of uh, the preview. Of the me movie, likey. So. Me likey. Yeah. You can also catch a unique Muppets Haunted Van... Haunted Mansion Magic Shop from Disney PhotoPass at Magic Kingdom's Haunted Mansion from October 8th. Um, up at Haunted Mansion will debut on Disney Plus starting October 8th. So, oh, I'll watch that. That's got the Muppets and the Haunted Mansion. That's a pretty good combo to me. So. And did you see November 12th? Disney's announced for their Disney Plus are going to be dropping a like that new. Uh, what was that new movie they just dropped? The Avengers. I'm losing Chi or whatever it is. Was it? Yeah. 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 That and and, and something else. Uh, Oh, Jungle Cruise. They're both going to be available on November 12th. On They're going to give them to us early for the anniversary. Oh, good deal. So, I get to see the Rock's muscles. I can't wait, John. <laughs> that makes you happy, doesn't it? Yes, I like to see guys as good looking as me built. He's built a little better than me. I'll give him that. He's bigger, but I'm cut just as good, John. Okay, all right. You're as precise, right? <laughs> Let, I know I haven't done as many... Uh, uh, things to pump my muscles up as him that's all i'm saying john uh let the magic begin set the return to the magic kingdom according to the latest calendar update you ever see let the magic begin john no i don't believe i have yeah it's the sing-along during the day john the official walt disney world website is now listing let the magic begin castle show is returning to the magic kingdom from October 1st, performance performance times are listed as five minutes before the official park opening. Magic Kingdom has been without a show since July 2020. So it's nice to hear. It's basically the train show, but moved back to the castle. Remember they did that whole ca- that yep. craziness? Which, yeah. bring me back. I, I hope to God when the trains are running again, John, that they bring the show back to the front of the park. Don't you? I hope so. I, I really, I, it was always a, a nice part to... Uh, and it was such a cool little song and a whole little bit. So it really got you up and pumped up for the day of the Magic Kingdom. So. Yeah. And what I liked about it, too, they started, when that was going on, they would start opening the gates and letting people through. And it would stop everybody from pushing and shoving because people were paying attention to that. You follow me? Yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah. I know, I know this is, Doug, this is probably going to make you make you weep a little bit, but probably with joy. Demolition is now underway at Primeval World at Animal Kingdom. The Dude, is now- before you keep going, I'm pissed off at myself because I was sitting here. I wanted to comment on some, I wanted to comment on that after reading the Animal Kingdom lineup, and then I lost. I got a, a senior moment. Forgot to say it's a guy. <laughs> go, go ahead. Yeah, I am. I am shedding multiple tears of joy. Go ahead. you are not the only one. Coaster is now mostly behind construction walls and work is underway on removing some of the large scenery pieces. What scenery? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Doug? The way that ride looked, I'm surprised it doesn't fold up into one of them semi-truck trailers that the carnivals put up. You know, uh-huh. I mean, seriously, it can't be much. It, it's not much work than much more work than that. Dude, uh, I would large... have volunteered to help them tear that piece of crap down. <laughs> uh, one of the larger pieces has been removed from the top of the lift hill and is now laying on the ground. Uh... 
anyhow, all you need to know is that uh, that ugly piece of monstrosity is coming down. So uh, that it, that is absolute some of the best news I've heard from Disney in in, in, in a long, long time, John. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to put there. I, I wouldn't mind getting rid of all them stupid carnival games and all of that. They could leave Primeval War or uh, the Triceratops spin, retheme it into just a, a Dumbo type attraction and, and get rid of all the rest of that crap and put something else there. From your lips to God's ears, John, if I if I literally could tear that down myself, if they if they would tell me, Doug, if you tear it down, we'll get rid of it. I would do it for free. You'd fly down with your yeah. welding torch and your acetylene torch and go yeah. to work couple huge uh, monkey wrenches and I'd be good to go, John. <laughs> yeah, our friend Kate Hudson, the actress, uh, she's opening up uh, her Fabletic stores coming down to Disney Springs, so we got another new, a new store actually reopening down there after there was multiple closings of stores, John, uh, during the pandemic that went down. It's nice to see them getting uh, some, attracting some uh, new stores back, isn't it? Yeah, and some of them stores they're they're way high end, and uh, as like, as we said when we were talking earlier, that without the international travel here, some of those high end stores are just not gonna they're not gonna make it, you know. I mean because uh, uh, granted, there's some very rich people that come here on vacation from the states, but you're usually not gonna do shopping. Um, the people from overseas are the 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 ones that are are pretty wealthy and they come and go shopping. So yeah, it, it's nice to see some of those stores. Although I'll never go in them. But nonetheless, it's nice to see them there. So it's, they sell women's and men's athletic wear, if you don't know, footwear, accessories, and they even so sell hydro rowing machines. John, you don't want to go pick yourself up a rowing machine? Hey, there you go. I'll never forget when I was younger. You ever hear of Bally's, the fitness centers? Oh yeah. When I was younger, in my early twenties, I joined one of them, Bally's Fitness, and I joined that. And, the, and every time I went in there, all I did is they had this rowing machine. Because I never wanted to get big because I always played like shortstop, defensive back. I didn't want to get real muscular. I liked, and I did karate and all. I didn't want to get muscle bound. I just like to stay lean and in shape. And I would get on that rowing machine and it was uh, a digi- It was like a video game. It was you against other people and you would row to the finish line, John. That was like the greatest thing ever. I would go there to like basically get in shape and play video games on this rowing machine. Yeah. I, and I enjoyed it. What great way to take your mind off of you doing exercise. Yes. There would be like five or six of us who would lined up. It was all on the screen. And you would row against each other as your boat going there. It was, it was like so fun to me. I, I, I almost killed myself not to get off because I wanted to st- <laughs> But that that's how I stayed in shape. That was I paid my annual dues to row on a computer game every month, basically. Well, hey, nothing wrong with that. No, nah, I would do it again. It was actually a lot of fun. Uh, look at construction for Disney. A look at the construction for Disney Kite Tales, along the, along with update on cast member preview show times. You excited about these kites at the Animal Kingdom, Johnny? I'm certainly going to go check it out. I think it fits in well with Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, Animal Kingdom is more of a kind of a, uh, I would say, peaceful, uh, relaxed park. Uh, maybe than the Magic Kingdom and certainly than Hollywood Studios. So, you know, uh, kites kind of fit that motif and uh, are definitely seen kind of environmentally conscious as Animal Kingdom is supposed to be. So, uh, Construction is continuing the Discovery River at Animal Kingdom for the upcoming Disney Kites Trail. Kites Tail work is wrapping up on decorating the platforms that will house the jet skis and props that will be used in the show. Cast members at Disney's Animal Kingdom will be, well, at Animal Kingdom 
We'll be able to attend previews on the 28th and 30th. The previews will take place at sunrise before the park opens to guests. Uh, I'm into it, the, dude. I like. I mean, they need to do something with that area. Absolutely. The show will use oversized props and kites adorned with Disney animal friends from The Little Mermaid, Bugs Life, Finding Nemo. Music will include original world beat arrangements of favorite Disney tunes. Watercraft will pull massive, 30-foot-long, three-dimensional kites depicting familiar characters from The Lion King or The Jungle Book, including Baloo, Zazu, Simba, King Louie, Timon, and Pumbaa. The show will officially debut on the 1st of October as part of the world's most magical celebration of Walt Disney World. Showtimes will be 11.15, 12.15, 1.15, 3.15, 4.15, and 5.15 every day. And if you people wanted to know what that bang you wanted, it was one of the kites crashing, and Presley got up and knocked his uh, remote control on the floor. I'm pretty <laughs> sure if uh, Presley saw one of those kites fly through the house, he'd probably tear it to shreds. Oh, he absolutely would, John. He absolutely would. But I'm all into it. They look really cool, those. I like the way they all the different animals they have. I, I'm into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, it's just for uh, Animal Kingdom cast members to preview that one, which is unfair. You know, I work here at Epcot. I should, well, then you can't come see Ratatouille. So. Mm, you can't win, John. I'm telling you. New 50th scene joining the Electrical Water Pageant for the most magical celebration. That's pretty cool. They're going to have like a... I loved the Electrical Water Pageant. I was sad when they took that away for a while. I didn't understand what that had anything to do with COVID either. Nobody's getting near it. Am I wrong? Nobody's nobody's getting near it, and it's and it's it's very cool and it's nice to look at, but it's nothing that everybody congregates in one area to watch, you know, no. <laughs> like like fireworks. I understood fireworks. Everybody's standing around in one area, but there's so many places to see the electrical water pageant that there was no one area at the Poly or the Contemporary or anywhere where more than ten people are standing together, you know. Yeah, because uh, most people from the Contemporary half the buildings watch it from their room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I get to see it every every once in a while as I go underneath it on the water bridge. So that's yeah, you, the coolest I, view of all. Yeah, yeah. Take the wheel, please. I want to watch the pageant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. John has never said those words. Uh, uh, no, never, never. New scene joining the, the world's most magical celebration will feature Cinderella's castle in blue, with with the fiftieth icon, with the fiftieth icon in the center. Accompanying the pageant will be a special part of the. What is that? Special part, special version of the celebration anthem, The Magic is Calling. So, I'm in, John. According to the Disney, the new scene will be booketing a full traditional show as it sails nightly. Bookending a full traditional show. My screen moves. Sorry, guys. But I, I love, this is the things that make Disney Disney, though, John. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah, the you, you silly little electrical water pageant that comes by and the, the corny little 70s music. So it's, it, I love it. So Yeah, and, and all these little extras that they used to give us is what we love. You know, like Streetmosphere and the band. Ain't that what made Disney for you, John? Yeah, the live music around yeah. that guy. Yeah. Uh, Main Street Confectionery to reopen just ahead of the Magic Kingdom celebration start. I'm into that. How much longer do I have you, Mr. John? Oh, about 10 minutes. Okay. It's never enough having you around, John. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, the, the confectionery store at the Magic Kingdom will open on September 29th. A lot's going on on the 29th. Dude, I have to admit another thing. Those buildings, if you look at that picture, the design and the architecture and the beauty of these buildings on Main Street are absolutely breathtaking. I mean, nobody stands there enough just to look at it. Am I wrong? 
Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice just to have all the time in the world so you could just wander down Main Street and just just take in the, the beauty of everything as long as you wanted, right? Yeah, I mean, just the all the detail of all the woodworking and the trim and everything else around Main Street is like second to none. When the Main Street Confectionery reopens, it will be a brand new look, new interactive features to customize your confections and an expanded layout. So it looks like it's going to be a little bigger. Maybe it goes into where that old that, that the store used to be right next. You know what I'm saying? The next store down. I think it goes into that a little bit now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mickey's Fill Her Magic to close for a month-long refurbishment. They picked a hell of a time to start that, didn't they? <laughs> I guess they're figuring they got so much other stuff going on, but yeah, it, it, that kind of needed to refurb and put some new stuff in there. So uh, the Fill Her Magic will be closing for a refurbishment during October to oh, and I lost it. All right, it's coming uh, during to install a new digital projection system. The 3D movie in Fantasyland at Magic Kingdom will close uh, the uh, 11th of October through November 11th, reopening to guests on the 12th of November. Uh, the new Coco scene will also to make its debut on reopening November 12th. So that's cool. Nah, that's pretty cool. They're going to have something new in there. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know that when they had installed this, they, they had that ability to add new stuff like that. So that's that's cool that they can. So. Yeah. Uh, Main Street Cinema to receive 50th anniversary overlay featuring a collection of merchandise. So that seems pretty interesting. Yeah, you can look back at what you used to buy, right? Yeah, Main and, Street. And the prices. <laughs> yeah, dude, don't even get me going there. Uh, Main Street Cinema and the Magic Kingdom will become home to a new overlay theme to vault collection 50th anniversary merchandise. The retro-inspired overlay will be filled with vintage photos, color, and details, including backdrops and props inspired by attractions from Walt Disney World history. The Main Street Cinema is currently serving as a temporary sweet treat store until the upcoming reopening of Main Street Confectionery. So it looks like they're going to have some cool teas and stuff like that in there, John. Established 1971. I'm in. I don't know. I like the shirt, but I don't know if the yellow would be me, John. Yeah, why not? Give it a shot. Yeah. Anywho, what do we have next, Johnny? Uh, gangway installation underway at the Magic Kingdom ferry boat dock for second level access. Uh, first piece of the new second level access gangway is now in place at the Magic Kingdom ferry boat dock. Uh, the new gangway is positioned between the two existing entry and exit ramps for the ferry boat. When completed, the new gangway will allow guests to enter and exit the second level of the ferry boat directly without using the staircase aboard the boat. So... I think this is a great idea. I'm surprised. This is like one of those things where how come they didn't think about this a long time ago, <laughs> you know? So. Yeah, things that make you go home. Yep. That and a walkway. Every day, every day, I drive through Animal Kingdom, and the load zone for Animal Kingdom Lodge is the busiest one, I guess, because people are staying at the lodge. They want to go to Animal Kingdom. It makes sense, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're an animal lover, that's you're staying there, and you want to go to Animal Kingdom. But it is the busiest load zone out of all of the other resort parks. And so there's always people waiting there. If there was a pathway, people could just walk. I don't understand why there wasn't a pathway put put in place. I just really don't. I mean, let me think. Kind of like a, a bridge that would take you to the Magic yeah. Kingdom from the Grand Floridian? Like something yep. like that, John? Yeah, and, and that one was really idiotic because they had pathways all the way down to that canal. So it's like if somebody could swim, they could have done it a long time ago. <laughs> so. I mean, it's just crazy. 
Uh, you got, and then there's a couple other things here. I switched over to the other kid. Uh, Space Mountain exterior being clean for the 50th anniversary. Have you seen as you're driving by them power washing uh, the old uh, mission? I mean, the old Space Mountain, John. I haven't noticed that. I, it just as soon as you get over there, I start paying attention to the construction on Tron, so I get sidetracked all the time. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I'm in, John. I'm glad they're doing it. I mean, it's going to be nice to see everything freshly spruced up, even though they don't ever really let it get too bad. It is nice that they're cleaning a little everything now again, John. Yeah, it everything, it. Should be, everything should be bright and shiny on the first. I'm hoping. So. Yeah. Uh, horse, horse hitching station installed outside of Pecos Bills at the Magic Kingdom. That's pretty cool, John. Yeah, so you just get a real horse to walk through. Mm, yeah, no. well, you could always tie one of your kids' strollers onto it, John. <laughs> what I'm do pretty you think? sure it'll be a popular place to put balloons. Yes. Uh, class of 71, 50-year cast member celebrated with special moment. Have you heard about that going on, John? Yeah, they had that picture the other day, and there's about, I would say there's a good 80 to 100 cast members they had uh, posed in front of the castle. And they were all original cast members from 50 years ago. So they've been working out here for, for a couple of years. So, yeah, that's, some, that's some dedication to stay at one job for 50 years. And my wife's been at hers for 30, and she hates it. Wow. I like working for Disney. Mm-hmm. So God bless her. And what else? Benches at Discovery River Amphitheater being refurbished before October. They needed that, didn't they? Yeah, hopefully they'll be a little more comfortable. Right. Couldn't be any less comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. They could take the idea from Finding Nemo. Those uh, were probably more uncomfortable. Whoever designed that should be never hired again. Ah, I like this. <laughs> I like this, John. The new Mexican Pavilion soccer jerseys and jacket debuted. I like that they have the Mexican uh, soccer jerseys like they have the UK. I wish they had a soccer jersey from every country. Yeah, every once in a while you'll see, you'll, especially during the World Cup, I found a lot of uh, soccer stuff out there. So, yeah, yeah, it would be cool to, to see them from everywhere. Uh, there's a new 50th anniversary Ben there series, 50th anniversary pin from Animal Kingdom. I really like that pin, John. Oh, very nice. Yeah, what else do we have here? Lightning Lane signage added to Frozen Ever After at Epcot. Uh, you're gonna get. I mean, that that I would not pay five cents for that lightning lean. Would you, John? No, I I doubt seriously if I'd ever even consider it. I can wait in line. I'm a big boy. Yeah, especially for that. That ain't worth no lightning lean money. I mean, I'd have to seriously think of what I'd pay lightning lean for. Maybe Slinky Dog. Um, what else, John? Uh, what? Soren. Soren. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because that's a that's a boring. Cue. Yes, I mean, you'd have to. Uh, I I would think more the bo- it would be the boring cues that would would make me want to pay for it. You know what I mean? So yeah. th- especially if it's an outdoor boring cue. So and although Soren's never outside, it never seems like there's enough ventilation back there. No. So it's always yeah. like stuffy. So. Yeah. Voyage of the Little Mermaid wait time signage removed and cue becomes what's the cue become, John? I don't know. What's it become? Yeah. Q becomes a seating area at Disney Hollywood Studios. What the hell is that all about? Hmm. It remains closed. They've made that area like a lounge area, I guess. All right. I don't, I don't know. Some of the some of the things that just pop up, your head, you just scratch it, don't you, John? 
<laughs> a lot of things happen like that. Yes, yes, indeed. And new tenants announced for the Flaming Cross, and we read that. Uh, Mary Blair Morrill installed artwork moved to New Disney's Contemporary. I can't wait to see the new remodel of the Contemporary. The inside. Yeah, scene. yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it, it, it should look fantastic and it should bring it up to date. So it can start going out of date right away. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the problem with the contemporary Tomorrowland, Future World, all of those places. As soon as they get them up to date, they're, they're going out already. So. And here's a, I mean, Frontierland Railroad Station repainting continues at the Magic Kingdom. I mean, what the hell is taking so long to get the train running again, John? I mean, I, I don't, I, I mean, do you understand it at all? No, yeah, I understood when it was the you know the Tron, but the Tron construction is about done. I don't see why they can't get the train running again, unless there's, you know, maybe they don't want passengers on the train seeing the construction still going on or something. So. And what's this new ramps? And I'll let you go after this one. New ramps coming soon to the Magic Kingdom ferry boat too. Did did you just read that one? Yeah, that was. Uh, a, yeah, that, know, okay. That. See, I thought. My bad. I was going through it. I was thinking that was for the Liberty Bell in the park, like they were doing okay. something for that. That That's where yeah. I was confused, John. The Last way it popped up. up. All bad. All bad. My bad, buddy. But anywho, where are you headed now? Where are you going to go get lunch? Yeah, I've got some leftover. It's not Philly cheesesteak, but it is cheesesteak. So I've got some leftover sandwich I get to eat. And then I'll head back to the buses. So. Yeah, our good buddy Sean over at the... Uh, Tiki Talk podcast. He played a card game this week, and he was bragging about his buddy went and got them all Philly cheesesteaks for their poker game. Now that's a hell of a friend. They, that they, is. They better let him win a couple hands. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, just real quick, I wanted to say a, a heartfelt thank you to everybody that wished me a happy birthday this past week. Uh, it was a big one. Yeah. But I did nothing. I uh, didn't even go out to dinner. So. <laughs> it was your 49th, right? <laughs> no, it was fifty. It was so, fifty. Everybody, well, yeah. everybody was texting forty-nine. That's why I thought it was your forty-ninth. No, no, it was fifty. So, well, no, I'm the same age Walt Disney World is. Well, I was born ten days before it. So. Oh well, happy fiftieth, buddy. Well, you know, I texted you and tweeted you. I even donated to your thing on Facebook. I don't know if you see. Yeah, that. yeah, I appreciate that more than just about anything. I mean, uh, St. Jude's Hospital means a lot to me because me and Lisa were fortunate lucky enough um to not have to deal with any of that type of stuff with our son and and i can't imagine the what parents have to go through and god bless them and their children for and and st jude's for for uh helping the kids that are in such a situation so well i was uh i i, I was happy to do it i seen it on there so me and brenda donated to that and then uh we uh we donate to St. Jude's almost every month, Brenda does. She sends something yeah. into them because we get the, the money. I mean, oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, we get those, we always get those labels, posters. Yeah, 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 we got them too. So. Yeah, so we donate. Brenda yeah. sends in all the time. I have to admit, she's better than me with that. But we don't give a ton, but we do give, we give quite often if you follow me. So, yep. And it's a, it's what those parents go through. I could only imagine it. it it's it's scary. So God bless yeah. them and happy 50th to you, John. I'm sorry. I thought it was 49. No, no, no. no. I'm a big 5-0. But like I said, uh, with everything that has happened in the last month, so we couldn't even go out to dinner or anything. So I'm saving all that up for uh, hopefully. You know, it's going to be our 25th anniversary this year too. So my 50th birthday, me and Lisa's 25th anniversary, silver anniversary. So uh, hopefully we do get our trip in January and we'll celebrate everything at that time out here at Disney World. So. Well, good. Me and Brenda flew down for our fifth, our 25th, remember? Yep, 
Yep. So, exactly. yeah. But anywho, much love, John. Happy birthday. Everybody be kind to one another out there. I'll let you go eat your your faux cheesesteak, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's better than a stick in the eye. So. Yeah, it is. But anybody, everybody be kind to one another. Be good, be well, and go birds. And, and go uh, gators, right, John? Yes, go gators, absolutely. Uh, be good. Bye, guys. All right, bye. See you. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.